Sech the Shabbos Taf Yotess. We're starting three lines from the bottom. Just Chesam and Beis Tana Rabban. We learned Beis Shami. Beis Shami says Leimka Adam Chamtzel Lanachri Elmkin Yedei Beis Shichel Kadam Pesach to Beis Shami. Beis Shami holds that a person now sells chametz to a guy, even though the guy has no issa Bali Rabbi Matzah, unless he knows that the guy is going to finish it before Pesach, because Beis Shami holds that the din of beer chametz is you have to be mevayim in Eilam. Basil says, however, any time that you're able to eat chametz, then you're allowed to sell the chametz to a guy because you only have to get rid of it from your rishos, and therefore there's no problem if you sell it to a guy right before you enter. However, Behuda says, any type of kutach, which is, there was a mixture that used to be made, which had in it some chametz, and on that, since it's a mixture, it's actually teruvis, it's still aslim because since it wasn't eaten in one shot, it was eaten at, with tefillah, it was made with something to dip into it, and therefore it took a long, long time to finish it, so therefore you have to, you have to get rid of it, and you now sell it before, for 30 days before Pesach. Now, some say that it's going to be sheets beishamai, that just like we said, that the sheets beishamai was, that you only let it sell to a guy if you're going to get rid of it. Here, Till 30, for, for 30 days, it's going to take a long time to get rid of it, and therefore you're not allowed to sell for 30 days. Now, whether before 30 days, even Bishamah would agree you're allowed to sell, because since it's prior to the time that there's no Azores Pesach on it, like Rach says, so therefore, since at this point, there's no Azora, so there's no problem of selling to a guy. Places and Psachim says that this might be then even if you be sell that you now sell because it's kutach and people will say that it was a, a kutach of Yisrael since it has a Shem Yisrael on it so therefore you now sell because people might think that you actually sold it to him on Pesach. The market continues turn about a nice mezayin from a kelav b'chotzah. You allow to place mezayin in front of a kelav b'chotzah. Not for v'yotzah in this kalkulay. If the kelav now either your kelav or maybe it's a kelav that's just a wild kelav, you allow to give it to him, even though you see the kelav is going to take it out of the chotzah and therefore he's going to take it from a shus yachid to shus rabbin. You know, there's no problem. You don't have to worry about the kelav moving it for, out of your chotzah. You don't have an issa of haytzah b'shabes. Kiyotzei similarly nice mezayin from a nachri b'chotzah that you allow to place mezayin in front of a guy. In your chutzah, not the other in the skakalani. Same thing. If the guy decides to take it out, you don't have to worry. Now, even we said before, telafibe shaman is a problem of a guy taking something that looks like a problem of Amir La'akam, that you're giving a guy something and telling him to take it somewhere, and people might think you did something that's Amir La'akam, and that was on Arab Shabbos. Beis Hill agrees on Shabbos. You now actually give something to a, night, to a guy in his hand and tell him to take it out. However, since this is something that it's rug like Taisa points out, then you're allowed to give it to the guy because since standard is that he won't take it out, the fact that he takes it out won't be a problem. We don't make a xayr on that, and we have no problem with the guy doing it. So Gemara says, Hasul Amali, so why do we have to say both cases, the case of Kel and the case of Nahui? So Gemara says, Hainu it seems to be the same case. You might think, that the Kelev, you have a Chiv to give him food, especially if it's your, your dog, or even the Kelev Tashlich, like I said, there's a concept of even other dogs, you have to give him food. So maybe there we will matter you to give it to the dog. However, Nachri, since it's not Mutal, maybe there's actually an to give food to a guy, but over there, since it's not mutal on you, therefore maybe it's a commercial one, there's no problem of giving it to a guy. Taisa points out, top Taisa, he says, like we pointed out, uh, didn't potentially of 
a person can't rent out his kalim to a guy even on Erev Shabbos. And this would be on Wednesday and Thursday. If you do it, it would be Motok. We'll see this in a moment, what it's talking about. But similarly, you're not allowed to send a letter with a guy on Erev Shabbos. But on Wednesday and Thursday, it would be Motok. And they said about Rabbi Yitzchakim, and some say, he never gave his letters to a guy to handle for him and to deliver for him, even Tuesday, Wednesday, even Sunday, Monday. They never had such a case. He was mocked on it the entire week. What's the shot in this Gemara? So Tyson points out, on Loyaska says, This has nothing to do with Shrius's Kalim. It could even be by something that has no Kalim. It's not clear, like a Talis. So this is because the guy is giving schirus to the Jew on Shabbos. So Tais points out at the bottom, but if you're only going to lend it to the guy, then it will be muta. So that's the first case. The first case is because he looks like he's um, getting schar. And the second case is, you're looking like you're giving the garrison to be on Nachibar Shabbos, is with that he's looking like he's doing work for you. It seems like there's two different reasons, the first case and the second case, Lefitaisis. However, some explain both cases are similar. That's because it looks like he's doing work for you and therefore it might be a problem of someone looking like they're doing work for Yisrael, which might be a problem like Amir Lakam. However, we had a Gemara before, and let's keep this in mind for the next Gemara. There's Machlok to be Shavim Basil. Are you allowed to sell something to go right before Shabbos? Because people know that it's your chafetz, and they might think that he's actually carrying it for you on Shabbos, and there's a problem with Amir Lakam, Lefi Beishamah. However, Beishel argues in that. So, therefore, when a person has a garris and he's traveling for you on Shabbos, why is there a problem with Amir Lakam in this case? So, the Gemara says like this Turn about him. That you now send a letter in the hand of a guy on Erev Shabbos unless you make up a price before. If you make up a price, then the guy's doing it for himself, and he's not doing it because of your shlichas. But Beishamah says, Beishami says that it's also, uh, but unless you're going to be able to get to the house that you're sending it to. So if you sent it, this letter to a specific person and the person, the guy, could get to that spot before Shabbos, there would be no issue. Beishol says, however, you have to be able to reach the house that is at the end of the Chaim, even if it's not the house that you addressed the letter to. We just said that unless you kites but if you kites it seems it's mutter. So if you, it's mutter, if it doesn't look like you're doing it, so why would it be a problem of Amir Lakam over here or any reason that you shouldn't have an Issa at all? And why does Basil say some So Rashi says in a case where you didn't pay him, then there's Machlai. We didn't say that there's a difference between cuts and cuts, not not cuts of where you get to. It seems that no matter what Aim Shah and Allah send the letter if you didn't do Ktsitza. It depends if the mayor or the official, it was normal to send letters only to someone in a high government official. So therefore, if it was normal to send letters to him and he's stationed in that town, then you're going to have to say, since we know that he's going to be there, so then we're going to say, you're allowed to send as long as you could get to the Beisite or Beisil says, I should go by Sassam But like if he's not around and you're not sure for sure that he's in his house and therefore when the Shlif gets there, he might have to go to a different place and find him. So then we said, where you were not caught. The Gemara continues to turn on over here, the Gemara continues about going out on a Svina 
three days before Shabbos. Some say three days before Shabbos, you don't count Shabbos, therefore it's Friday, Thursday, Wednesday, and I'll leave after Tuesday, and I'll leave on Wednesday. And some say you count Shabbos, it goes Shabbos, Friday, Thursday, and you're allowed to go out on Wednesday, but not on Thursday. Rashi says, what's Lashem Mafligan? Mafrishim Ne'abashalam. And the Lashem of Mafligan is Al-Shem Shemaflik Atman Yushu, because he's separating yourself from dry land. And that's Lashem Aflaga. But B'medvam Murim L'Dvarishos. When are we talking about only on Dvarishos? Only if you're going for something which is a Dvarishos, I'll draw a Mitzvah. But if you're going for Mitzvah, Shapit, I mean, there's no problem even going Pachas Megibal Yomim. And that Gemara says, So here's the question, what this means. Some say it's going back. If you go to the Dvar Mitzvah, it's prior to, it's within three days for Shabbos, then you have to tell the the um, captain that you want him to stop on Shabbos, even though he may not, may not listen to you, but at least you have to say those words. The Rebbe, Rashid and the Tzara, Rashid Gullah says you don't even have to tell him that. However, some say it's going on a person, even if you go out on Tuesday or Monday, and you're allowed to go and you're going to you still should say to the Captain, that you want to stop on Shabbos, even though he won't listen to him. Rabbi Shimon would say, "Ain't it zaruch?" And with Tzolat Tzidon, I feel the better Shabbos mutter. And from Tzolat Tzidon, where Tzidon was a marketplace, and Tzor Tzidon only took one day to get there. In that case, you'll let it go even on Erev Shabbos because it's a mahalachim echad, like Rashi points out. There are many reasons why this would be also. There's Machlech, Rabbi Chanan says, because of the problem of Tchumen, and that would be only on a ship that's less than 10 Tfachim high, or a boat. However, if it's a large ship, then maybe it wouldn't be a problem. Some say because you're in Shabbos, the first three days when you go on a ship, you get seasick. Some say because there's a chasakana, therefore you shouldn't be sakana close to Shabbos. And some say because it's a swimming, which is actually Taisis, which Taisis says, I feel Teichat Chum, awesome Shimshot. So the Gemara continues as follows. If you're going to lay siege on a city of Goyim, you now do it three, prior to three days, less than three days before Shabbos. But if you, do, you already started your siege, you don't stop sieging the city and saying, oh, Shabbos, we can't do that. The Pasuk says, it says that when you have Muhammad, make sure you completely finish your Muhammad. Don't stop in the middle and say, now it's Shabbos, we have to take a break. The Mishnah said, my father's house, they would only give a white um, a white beggar to the cleaner, to the launderer, uh, that was a guy three days before Shabbos because it takes three days to clean such a beggar. So Tanya Gemara says, that this was a minute. They would give it even on Arab Shabbos because it was much quicker to clean a colored beggar. From this we learned, it's harder to clean a white beggar more than tzvun, which is because Abaya would give, it was giving a, clo- a piece of cloth that was colored, a colored piece of cloth to a laundra. Amalei said, how much you want me to pay? Amalei could have I want you to pay the same price as he would take for a white beggar. I know that it's much easier to do a colored cloth. It would take one day, whereas a white cloth takes three days, and therefore your pricing is not correct. So that was enough community we're able to learn from this Maisa of Hashim and Gamliel. Anyone that gives a a piece of clothing to a laundra, you should take a measuring stick and you should measure it before you give it to him and when you take it back. Why? If it's larger, that it caused the laundra caused him a loss because he stretched it out. He bought it and if you see when you take it back, it's shorter and it's smaller, then you know the laundra caused the loss to Kavse because he shrunk it. The Mishnah said, both agree, that prior to Shabbos, you'll have to put the 
beam on the base abad, on the hour press, and the eagle, which is another piece that would go onto the wine press, even though it was right before Shabbos, and Beisham generally holds his problem of Shvises Kalim, but over here there was no problem with Shvises Kalim, like Rashi pointed out, because there was no malacha that would happen to the rice. Since you already did dosh, you already broke apart the grapes by stepping on it and doing your original processing of the olives and the, and the grapes. Therefore, at this point, there would no, be no gedda of Shvises Kalim because it would anyway be coming out with Mela, even if you didn't do it, it happened to make the process go quicker, but that would not be a problem of Shvises Kalim. The Gemara continues, so Maishna Kul, the Gazi Beisham, why would Gazi on all of them look at Beisham if we had a Mishnah? Maishna Kul, the Gazi Beisham, Mar says exactly like we said. I don't think the Shabbos, Mechayev Chavos, and all the others. If you do them on Shabbos, you Chayev Chavos. God's Bu Beishamai, Er Shabbos Chashecha. So Beishamai says you shouldn't do it even Er Shabbos. But Kares Beisabav, you Gula Gas. You don't do Shabbos even if you do it on Shabbos like Mechayev. There won't be a Chayev Chavos. But God's Bu Therefore Beishamai didn't make a Gzera. So Gemara Matan the whole Midi the Asim Meila Shapid on me. Who's the Tana that would say that anything that comes from Meila, right? Like Rashi says, Good Mashkan Lo Shin Schatim Aleim that the Schita happens by themselves and you're allowed to do it by Yom, then there won't be. And Starting by Jeremy, therefore you let it process even through Shabbos. So who is that man? There's no Isidraisa by doing that on Shabbos. Rabbi Yisro Bchina, Rabbi Shmuel, he is going to feed the sheets of Rabbi Shmuel. So again, let's keep in mind this is Rabbi Yisro Bchina saying it. Lefit Rabbi Shmuel. That's not we learned in the Mishnah, and this Mishnah is in Mesechtes Idias. Hashem va'bais va'mlila shuviskim ba'yoyim. That if you had garlic or you had unripened grapes or you have stalks of unripened grain, that you used to squeeze them out to get liquid. And Rashi says that the bison used to squeeze out the anovim when they're small to take out mashkin and he used to dip bison in the shukhazak, it was much stronger at that point, and it was almost like vinegary taste. And believers, they used to even do that on stalks that it was not ripened, but he used to squeeze it out and they used to put a venom on it to, to take out and the, all the liquid for them, and then they would dip things into it. So the din is that on all of them, if you were risking by them, you already did that process from by them, and therefore they already considered dosh. So Rabbi Shmuel says, you can even do it at night, you could complete your task, because even on Shabbos, there's no Isra, the Raisa, of doing such, a, such an act, because the, the Disha was already done. Rabbi Kiva, I'm going to say, you now place heavy things on them during the day on Friday evening before it becomes night. So the Gemara says, therefore, our Gemara is going like Rabbi Shmuel and not like Rabbi Kiva. Like Rashi says, Rabbi Loza over here is Rabbi Loza ben Padas who Amaira says that who is this, our Mishnah? That Rabbi Loza, it's going like the Shita Rabbi Loza. Who's Rabbi Loza? Rabbi Loza ben Shemua. Rashi says, Tam Rabbi Loza, Shemishnah, Braisa is Rabbi Loza ben Shemua. This time we learned in the Mishnah and this Mishnah is a Mishnah in Shabbos, Kufmem Gimel. It says, Chalas Devash, if you have the um, honeycombs, Shavisgum Arishabas, which you broke, or you cracked it open Arishabas and add a liquid that's in the in there, the Dvash is coming out, the Atman Atman, and now it's coming out by itself. Also, you now continue doing it on Shabbos. However, Rabbalaza Mata, Rabbalaza is Mata. So, Lafir Rabbalaza, you see the din, that once you cracked it open, and once you did the dish and started separating it, therefore, it would be Same thing in our Mishnah, once you cracked the grapes and you cracked the olives and things are already starting to come out, so then there wouldn't be a problem putting something on it before Shabbos in order that more liquid should come out on Shabbos. Gemara says, now, now the Gemara is going to go through why Rabbi Yisrael doesn't hold like Rabbi Loza and why Rabbi Loza didn't hold like Rabbi Yisrael So Rabbi Yisrael might tell him like Rabbi Loza. Why didn't he say like Rabbi Loza that said that our mission is Rabbi Loza of the town of Rabbi Loza, Amlacha, who we spend as follows. Hasum, when we call Eichel, we say Eichel. Tvash has a din of Eichel. Therefore, when you take beforehand, when it was in the honeycomb, it was Eichel. Now that you take it out, it's Eichel. Therefore, that's not considered dash or schita because that's only when you take something which was a solid and you make it into a liquid, you pour pull out on a different product, but our case of Anovim and Zesim, 
the was originally Eichel, was originally a Zayas or a Novim, and now you're making it into a Mashka, and therefore maybe Rabbi Lazar would agree that it would be us over here. And that's why Rabbi Yisrochin didn't want to say it's Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar says, Hashemim Rabbi Lazar. We also learn Rabbi Lazar says, we have a Brisa where Rabbi Lazar says, Dafilu Zayas and Novim, not be sorry, that he didn't make a differential between Chal's Tavash and Zayas and Novim. Why? Okay, also Rabbi Hashim and Adar, Rabbi Hashim are coming from Adar. Also, Rabbi Hashim and Adar, also, he brought a Brisa that says exactly that. Zayas and Novim, Shabbos, Kamer Shabbos, Yotam Yatman, Asurin, but Rabbi Lazar, this is the same Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar ben Shemua, that holds that's mutter. So you see, he holds exactly like the case of Rabbi Shmuel. So that's why Rabbi Lazar holds that the town of Amishnah is Rabbi Lazar. Now, Rabbi Yisrochina, why did he hold like Rabbi Lazar says? As we said, the shot is because there was a difference between Dvash, which is Eichel from Eichel, and Adav, which is Mashka from Eichel. But here we see that he said it even in this Brisa. He never heard his Brisa or Blaza, and therefore he wanted to go to Rabbi Shmuel, which is a Mufurish Mishnah. However, Blaza, you're right, there's a Mishnah of Rabbi which is told about Chalaz Vash, but the Brisa he never heard. Like Rashi says, Hach Brisa, Tony, the Polygon Blaza, Apizes on Rabbi Shmuelay. I'm here to Chalaz Vash, he missed because of Eichel to Eichel. The Gemara continues as follows Rabbi Blaza, my time, Lamkar Beis Bukhlin, Rabbi Blaza, that says that Amish is Rabbi Blaza. Why didn't he say it's like Rabbi Beis Bukhlin that's Rabbi Shmuel? Didn't we learn on that Mishnah? which means that there's three steps to processing grapes you have risuk which is the first step then you break it up further and then shrika so he's basically saying that if it's if it still didn't do dicha yet so then even Rabbi Shmuel would agree it's us in that case that the between Rabbi is it's it's only the last process that you'll that Rabbi Shmuel holds your ladder it's mutter to go and continue doing it before Shabbos and put something heavy on it before Shabbos. Vaninami and the case of our Mishnah where we talk about Zesim and Avim and it seemed that Beishami was Moida that's Muta that's Kemechusar and Dichadami that's even in a case where it's still Mechusar Dichad it's still missing this middle process and therefore Rabbi Shmuel actually in that case may say it's also because the only Machlaikas was only Mechusar Shrika but by Mechusar Dichad Rabbi Shmuel agrees that would be also and therefore we couldn't say our Mishnah is like Rabbi Shmuel and that's what Rabbi Laza said that our Mishnah is like Rabbi Laza Gemara says Hi Rabbi Yisrael Bukhina Rabbi Yisrael Bukhina Paskin Rabbi Shmuel that there's this that's Mutter. Now, how, what Rabbi Shmuel holds, does he hold it's only after Dicha or after Shrika? That's a separate question. And we're continuing. Shem Shel Badin. Rashi explains, Shem Shel Badin, I did the Ayur Beis Abad. Since we're talking about a alapress, Nakalei Shemen, we're talking about the Shemen that was left over, Mishtai Bezavis Abad, that was left over in the corners of the Batacha Satina under this press, Buhunit on the Badin. And this was given to the people, the workers that used to work in the Beis Abad. We're also talking about a separate case of the mats that were in the Badin that they used to cover the Zesim with. And since it was a Kli that we used in the Badin, that's going to be also because of Muksa. Now, the first case, what's the Issa of touching this Lafidim Adam that's going to say it's also Lafidim Rav that says also what's going to be the Issa? This is going to be also because of Muksa, because this thing that's given to the workers, therefore it's considered like wages and it's considered almost like money. It's Mecha and therefore there's a problem of Muksa over here. So this Gemara seems to be a case of Muksa. Tyson has a whole different way of learning it that it's talking about that the, the oil that actually came out on Shabbos from the weight of these of these curious base about like we said and therefore the curious base about now cause oil to come out and there might be a problem of Noila and that's still a machlekes Rav and Shmuel would be Negea to Muktzah but it comes out if you taste a little bit better why we talk about this because it's relevant to the case that we just said of the curious base about but the Gemara continues Shem Shal Badrin Machzal Shal Badrin Rav also because of Muktzah Shmuel Shari Shmuel says it's Muktzah why? because it's famous machlekes between Rabbi Huda and 
Rav Shimon, if there's a dinner muksa at all, Rabbi Yudah holds there's a dinner muksa, and Rav holds like Rabbi Yudah. Shmuel Rav says, Savak Rav Shimon. Blessed muksa, there's no dinner muksa at all, and it was never such a xera. The Gemara continues, Hagen Krachet Zuzi, these pairs of mats were used on ships to cover merchandise. Rav also, again, Rav says also because of muksa, Shmuel Shari. Aram Nachman, Ezel Chal, if you have a goat that your kavana was to use it for milking, Vurechel Igdizi also, or if you had a sheep that was used for cheering, Betanagayos, and your kavana was Lubitsasa to use it for its bear, for its eggs, Beturi the and you used a shar that was used for plowing. And all these things were not kavana to shech them and use it for food. The tamid isko, or you had tamarim that your kavana was to take it for commerce and not to eat them. So Rav says, also, this is going on yontiv. And Rav says, also, because of muksa, you now go now and shech it because it was hooked to, for using for other things, not for shechit and not for achiva. Again, the same achlaikis, the kamifically beplukt at Rabbi Yudah Shimon, like we said, Rabbi Yudah holds his did a muksa, and Rabbi Shimon holds his no did a muksa. There was a Talmud that said psak, but he gave muksa in the city called Kharsa the Argus, like Reb Shimon. Now, what is Kharsa the Argus? Kharsa was a place, the Argus, which was created or made by this person, Argus. Argus was a famous magician and it's brought down other Gemaras, but that was it's a town's name, and he passed like Reb Shimon. So Shavta Rav Nuna, Rav Nuna went and put this person in this Talmud Kharim. Why? Because he passed like Reb Shimon. In fact, more of Reb Shimon's feeling. But we also passed like Reb Shimon that there's no dinner muksa later on. Gemara says, but Rav, this was a place where they used to pass like Rav, like Rav, and therefore in the place of Rav, you should have covered of Rav, and you shouldn't have passed like Shmuel. The Gemara says, how do you treat Talmud? There were two Talmud Chad Matzah This has nothing to do with our Gemara specifically, but there's a din, but the Shabbos. If there's a fire and you want to take things out of the house, you're not allowed to take out more than you need for Shabbos of three suits. However, if you put it into one basket, you're allowed to take out as much as you need. Again, this is a zero to Rabbana because maybe you'll go and put out the fire. But one saved Bechad Mana in one basket, he took out as much as he wanted. But the other one, Bechad Matzel, he took out as much as he wanted, but he didn't. Four or five baskets, but he carried it all together in one carrying. So, commitment to Rabbi Bazav, to Rabbi Huna, was similar to Machlaikis. And Rabbi Bazav, to Rabbi Huna, what do you do? Are you allowed to carry it only one basket, and that's all that you're allowed? Once you're carrying one basket, you're allowed to put it in as many suits as you want, but in one basket? And one said, no, as long as you're carrying it one time, and even if you could somehow carry four or five baskets together, you're allowed to carry them in that way as well. And we'll stop over here.